Arizona Sports is proud to present the Uprising Podcast. Uprising Podcast. Hello and welcome into a USL Championship final edition of the Uprising Podcast. I am your host, Jake Anderson. Today, my guest is Phoenix Rising fullback Darnell King, who is actually joining us today from his layover in Charlotte during the team's travels over to St. Petersburg, Florida, as they get ready to take on none other than Darnell's one of his former teammates, the Tampa Bay Rowdies. So without further ado, let me bring him on himself. Darnell King, how are you, sir? How you doing? Very good. Thank you. Uh, I'm doing great. Just trying to get through these layovers, you know, we're getting ready for this big game. So how are you? I'm doing well. I appreciate you taking me taking the time to join me on your layover. How was the flight? It was good. A little bumpy in the middle, but it was it was fine. You know, it landed. That's that's all that matters. So. All right. So obviously, we talk all season about this game. Should you get to this game, but you don't want to jump out too far in front. But hey, you guys are finally here. We can talk about it. How does it feel to be in a USL Championship final? It's amazing, man. You know, these are these are moments that you live for as a, as a player. Moments you dream of as a kid, you know, it's not, you don't know how many finals that you'll be a part of. So, you know, you got to take it and, you know, meditate on it and just kind of enjoy the moment. But, you know, job's not done yet, like we said before. So we're just uh, staying focused and getting ready for the task at hand. Obviously, the, I think the big thing is you obviously have a, a former player of Tampa Bay and they're not your most recent former team, but they definitely are a former club of yours. So what kind of goes into that, being that you've played for this team, you've played on that pitch? Yeah, you know, for me, I definitely have an edge going back home and uh, playing on a pitch that I've played before and with a couple guys that I've played against. Um, you know, I'm going to play my heart out for the club that I'm here with now and, you know, try and bring home the W. You know, I'm going to wear my heart on my sleeve and do everything I can to help the team. And, you know, hopefully all of us come focus. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure it'll be a great atmosphere, you know, obviously through what we've all gone through this year, maybe not as like big as a final that would be, but for us, you know, we doesn't matter. We've dealt with this all year, so we know that every game is big and this is the biggest one that we've been getting ready for. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna be to play this game. So yeah. <laughs> Obviously from a, a preparation standpoint, um I'm sure you guys have the same prep for, for every match, but being that this is, you know, a final um, win or lose, that this is going to be the last game of the season. Is there anything different, maybe psychologically that goes through your head as you're getting ready for this match? I think for us, you know, we've been through a lot of adversity this year. And I think that's something that has driven us the way that we've uh, stuck together and, you know, showed the resilience that each one of these guys have, you know, and uh, I think that's going to push us to, you know, last the whole 90 minutes and do everything we can to, to get this win. Uh, yeah, it's obviously something that we fought for all, all year and we got to this point. It's like, why not, you know? Why not leave it all in the field and do everything we can possible to win this game? So speaking of the, the 90 minutes, you guys have yet to actually play a playoff game that only goes 90 <laughs> minutes. Um, and you are actually one of the players who have played all 120 minutes, all three times. So, A, how are your legs feeling? And then how are the boys feeling, you know, after playing so much and, and getting ready for this last one? You know, uh, it's a mental thing at this point. You know, you, you can play all the 120-minute games, but it all pays off because you're in the spot where you want to be. So, for me, yeah, they're heavy, but, you know, that's what we do recovery and all that stuff for. I'm trying to get right for this, this game. But regardless whether they're heavy and the time comes, and that's for any player, I think 
your, your adrenaline and mind's gonna take over to just sit there and uh, say, it's a final, man. I'm gonna do everything in my power to uh, last and fight to win this game, so. So the last time we spoke on the podcast, you were just making your transition to becoming the you know full-time left back. Obviously you came in and started at right back. So can you talk to me a little bit about how, what the season, you know, the second half of the season was like being the full-time left back. And also with junior gone, what is the relationship with Santi like? Um, it's great. You know, you have to adapt to anybody who comes on the field. The, the great thing about our team is that, you know, when a, a guy goes out, we definitely have guys from the bench that are not starting to come in and fill the job just as well. Um, the connection between me and Santi has been great. You know, I think you've kind of seen it the last couple of games and, you know, with Santi, he's a, He's a great attacking player. So, you know, as long as I do my part and I can get him the ball in good areas, you know, I think the job can get done, you know. Obviously, it was a, a big hurt to lose Junior because he's the leading goal scorer of our team. He's a he's a, a, a force to be reckoned with. He's a weapon. But, you know, like I said, we have 20-something weapons on our team, you know. So I think it's going to be uh, it's gonna be interesting to see what we can bring to this a different coast and show them, you know, what we're made of and, like I said, the connection between me and Santi, I think, has been gelling very well. And now hopefully we, we take that into this game and, you know, get the trophy. I keep saying it, but that's, that's, that's the goal, you know. No, absolutely. And, and when you look at Phoenix rising over the last three seasons, you know, the USL championship final is the one trophy they, they haven't been able to win. They've, they've won a supporter shield. They've won the Western Conference title twice now. So, you know, this is, this is the one that, that they keep going for. Being that as a defender for you, you guys have had a 120-minute clean sheet. And then in another 120-minute, a pair of those games, you only allowed three goals. Defensively, you guys are playing phenomenally. And you're going against a team that is also just as good as you defensively. How how does it feel as a defender that when the, the games matter the most in the playoffs against the hardest teams, you guys are playing your best, basically, on the defensive side? It feels great. I mean, obviously, I think we're definitely motivated by what our offense can do. You know, when they're doing their job, it, it fuels us to do our job even better. So, you know, with, with the guys in the back line, we know our job and what we need to do. And obviously, shutouts are key. But at the end of the day, it's it's about winning games. And if it takes somebody diving on the line or Lubin making huge game time saves for us, then, you know, that's what it is. So it, it's, you know, every game we, we come in with a, with a focus and a game plan and hopefully that we all can execute on it and, you know, come out with a clean sheet if we can. But if not, we just do the next best thing and let as least amount of goals in as possible. That was actually going to be my next question was about Zach. Is is his performance over these these last three matches have been, you know, some of the best we've seen all year. What is it like having having a guy like that behind you, knowing that even if, even if you get beat or one of your defenders, one of your teammates get beat, you still have Zach Lubin back there to, to make a stop? A, a, a true professional, man. I can tell you, this is a guy that's the first one in all the time and the last one out. Um, you know, he he does his work and he deserves everything that, that's coming to him, you know, with the, with the saves that he made for us that were big time. But I can tell you, in the Reno game, when that little mistake happened, nothing feared him. He stayed calm. He was like, guys, you still got this. Like, be, be comfortable giving me the ball and all that. And I said, there was nothing lost in that. We were comfortable doing everything with you. And 
for him to come up these next couple of games and put us where we need to be. Because I can tell you personally that there's a couple of mistakes that I made that put us in a bad situation. But to know that he was behind us to to make those big time saves to get us where we are today is, is huge. So it's definitely confidence, a, a, a big confidence going into these last games, knowing the way he's playing and, you know, just knowing the way the whole team is playing at the moment. And then speaking of, you know, coming back and, and redeeming your, you guys after the couple of mistakes that happened uh, early on in Reno, mentally knowing even when you're down 2-0, you're not out of any of these games. What does that give you? And, you know, let's say you do go down early against Tampa. It's kind of you guys have been here before. You know, that's experience for you guys, right? Yeah, I mean, for sure. But I would say that nothing can break us. And I think you can kind of see that from the, the games that we've played and how we've battled back. Like, we're not a team that gets scored on in this cage. You know, we're a team that gets scored on and fuels us to, to battle back. Obviously, that's not something that we want to happen. We want to score first and have the other team chasing. But it's it, it's a chase that we know that we're always willing to to, to, to do and we'll do whatever it takes to, to, to get it back. So, you, like I said, you can see it in the games that we've played and you can see the attitudes and the guys that come off the bench. They bring the the level of play that needs to, to be brought to, to to get a game back and get that goal and then get the next one and then maybe potentially win it but you know try not to lose you know that that's the mentality that we have and um, you know the, it, it just speaks volumes to, to the guys on our team and, and what we can do and yes it's experience but like you know through that experience it's not something that you want to be doing like I said but um we know how to handle it and, you know, hopefully we don't have to, but if we do, we'll, we'll just have to deal with it and fight till we get those points. So Tampa plays uh, a little bit of a different formation than um, I guess most teams. Not that you guys haven't seen three at the back with, you know, a pretty overloaded midfield, but that's, what's going to be, you know, to be expected on Sunday. What type of challenges does that present to you as, as a left back? Um, sure. If it, I mean, as a challenge, yeah, I guess I would have to read the game a bit more because if they're going to have somebody high on my side, I'll have to know when, pick and choose when to go forward and when not to. So I, I think that'll be a big challenge of me. And then I think it comes down to just individual battles. You know, obviously we've never played this team or we haven't played this team before this year. So we don't really know what to expect. But, you know, when we do our homework and kind of study the players and you kind of get a, a gist of what they can do. So for us, for me personally, it would be just reading the game would be my big challenge and understanding my role, first of all, and, you know, um, getting forward when I can. I think that's going to be a, a, a key thing for me defensively is just winning my battle with that, that outside wing back and hopefully they don't cause too much havoc. So going back to what you said about, you know, Nothing can break you guys. We we saw that, you know, there's a, a 51% chance, quote unquote, that, that Tampa is, is the favorite. I, and I think that's just a coin flip and they happen to be the home side. But with that, I mean, not that you guys needed any extra motivation in a final, but are you guys using that us against the world, unfinished business from two years ago, kind of an underdog? Do you guys use that as fuel? Yeah, I mean, we use every, everything we can as fuel. Just like, I mean, this might sound silly, but like when you watch The Last Dance, you hear Michael Jordan say he made things up to you know fuel him and that's kind of it's not something that we're doing but we're, we're taking every aspect possible to show them that you know it is kind of us against the world you know just kind of all through the adversity that we went through this year so for us it's uh it's very motivational and like i said we've stuck together through through all the the hard times this year and and all the battle backs that we've done through, through the games that we were in tough situations so i think 
um, yeah, when I say nothing can break us, I really mean it. You know, nothing can break us. We're a team that sticks together and you can see it in the guys and when you talk to them and how we speak about each other and how we uh, we just love each other, man. And hopefully we can uh, we can uh, just bring this title home for, for our city and for our fans and for our organization, man. And, and to go off of that, after everything that you guys have been through, um, you know, together as a club, what, you know, the whole world has been through this year, what would it mean to, uh, you know, truly own the asterisks at the end of the season? I think, you know, every team was, was trying to get this, but, you know, specifically for us, um, it would mean everything, man, because this has been the toughest year for everybody in the world. I, I would say it's just very new, very new things that we're all, trialing and error with so you know for us to go through all that in the beginning of the season it feels like we've been in this year for 10 years um so to go through that and, you know these guys coming in in day in and day out and and just know that this is this is work this is our job this is what we need to do let's let's have fun doing it but at the same time though there's there's something big on the line for us so um it'll mean it'll mean mean everything man just just do this year like i said what we've been through it'll mean everything all right, Darnell. Well, I appreciate you taking the time on the layover. Uh, really, really looking forward to the match on Sunday. I will be there. I uh, I leave on Saturday morning. So again, okay. I appreciate your time. Safe travels over to Tampa and St. Pete's, and I'll see you this Same. weekend. Same to you, man. Safe travels. See you soon. Thank you very much. I'll see you. Thanks, Jake. See you. And that's going to do it for this edition of the Uprising Podcast. Phoenix Rising's next match is Sunday away to Tampa Bay Rowdies in the USL Championship Final. Kickoff is set for 6.30 p.m. Arizona time, and you can catch all the action on ESPN 6.20 a.m. or via audio stream on ArizonaSports.com in the Arizona Sports app. For all things Phoenix Rising, head over to ArizonaSports.com, download the Arizona Sports app, and you can follow me on Twitter at JWA1994. Until next time, Chiva Diamo. Adobo. Ciao.